Hey there, my name is Allie Robinson. I am a certified personal trainer and running coach, and I am here to love, support, and guide you through this amazing journey to crushing your goals. We will talk about all things running, racing, strength training, nutrition, and weight loss without forgetting the real talk like mental health and motherhood. It's like a coffee date with your bestie, except I have the credentials, personal experience, and client testimonials to back it all up. So grab your favorite water bottle, put on your headphones, start your workout, and join me for something wonderful. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Something Wonderful podcast. Today's episode, fair warning, I am opening up a huge can of worms because as someone that specializes in weight loss for runners, I get asked all the time about intermittent fasting. And it's a subject that I am quite opinionated on. It is something that I am quite passionate about. So I think that it is only fair that I bring this to the podcast, but understand that everything I talk about in this episode is purely my opinion and the opinions that I've professionally created throughout my career of working in this industry, um, working in the weight loss industry, working with women that have done um, intermittent fasting in the past, whether they've gotten the results that they were looking for, whether they absolutely hated it. Um, and then also information that I've gathered from my own research. And I will say that intermittent fasting is one of those topics that if you are doing research, you can very easily find like confirmation bias, right? If you are in support of intermittent fasting, you can find lots of information that supports your opinion. If you are against intermittent fasting, you can also find articles and research against intermittent fasting. So it is one of those topics that that can be very heated. And I'm not putting this episode out here for lots of debate or controversy. Again, this is purely my opinion because I have helped a lot of women lose weight with running and I've helped them lose weight without intermittent fasting. Okay, so let's kind of dive into this. And, you know, when when I talk about intermittent fasting, I do just want to clarify that I am not I'm not talking about the person that occasionally misses breakfast or the person that maybe just has a cup of coffee on their way to run errands and are super busy and doing chores and working and all the things and those random days where you realize you haven't eaten anything until it's like 2 p.m. Trust me, I've been there. Um, And I'm not talking about the runner that wakes up at like 4 o'clock in the morning and goes for a run without eating something, okay? I'm talking about people that are really intentionally fasting. So, first of all, what is intermittent fasting, okay? Because intermittent fasting has become really, really popularized 
and it's a diet that focuses more on when you eat rather than what you eat. So uh, the theory of it is that you can eat whatever you want during scheduled hours of the day or the week if you really limit what you eat or do not eat um, during the other hours of the days or even for an entire day. So there is, um, you know, time restriction diets where maybe you eat like eight hours out of the day and then you fast for 16. And then there are whole day fasting. Um, Sometimes you might hear this referred to as like a 5-2 fasting diet where you'll fast completely, like you will not eat anything two days out of the week, non-consecutive days, but still two days out of the week, not eating anything. Um, Some people will even do like an alternating fasting. So like you eat whatever you want one day and then you fast the next day. And the idea behind that is that you restrict your calories on the fasting days so that even though you're eating whatever you want on the non-fasting days, it still gets you into an overall caloric deficit. And I will say that even even talking about going hours or days without eating honestly makes my tummy hurt because I, as someone that has really struggled with food in the past or has struggled with disordered eating in the past, the idea of hunger or the feeling of hunger honestly really triggers me. So intermittent fasting is not something that I would ever suggest for somebody that has had disordered eating in the past or feels like they could fall victim to a bad relationship with food or um have some sort of disordered eating if they are really restrictive with their food choices. So I know for me, because of this reason, I would not be volunteering for this diet. But outside of my own discomfort with with the idea of a hunger, I do see some other issues, especially if you are doing this for the sole purpose of losing weight, Okay. First of all, I see, I say first of all a lot. First of all, I see intermittent fasting as a fad diet. And fad diets are usually going to be classified as very popular or trendy diets that, you know, promise like really dramatic weight loss results or really fast results. Um, But they might not always be the fastest or the most long-term solution, okay? Because the idea of it, intermittent fasting, only works for as long as you follow through with the diet, right? So when you think about wanting to do intermittent fasting, are you telling me that you are never going to eat breakfast again? Or like, hello, I'm not going to give up pancakes for the rest of my life. Or what if your fasting day landed on your birthday or a holiday? Um, so just kind of think about the fact that this this would have to become a lifestyle. This would be have to be something that you would continue, um, you know, long term, unless you truly got a grip 
of the idea of nutrition and could slowly kind of transition back into, you know, kind of quote unquote normal eating habits. I also, you know, see the fact that this can kind of create that binge and restrict cycle where you're not eating anything and then on the days that you're allowed, kind of eating everything in sight. And what could happen is that you might end up overeating on the days that you're not fasting and if you're under eating one day and then overeating the next is that kind of, um, you know, canceling each other out to not get you the results that you are looking for in the first place, okay? I mean, especially if you are not really monitoring what you are eating on your non-fasting days, because even if you are restricting your calories to a really, really low amount, like 500 calories, or you're not eating for an entire day, but the next day you're eating, you know, pizza and Snickers bars, it's very easy, easy to eat back more calories than maybe you thought that you were actually eating. So, uh, it, it for the I, concept of intermittent fasting to work, you really have to have an understanding of nutrition and making sure that you are eating in a way that is nourishing your body in order for for intermittent fasting to work towards weight loss. Okay. Another thing that I see could um, be a little bit negative when it comes to this diet is losing sense of your body's natural hunger cues, right? Because, you know, naturally, I don't know about you, but if I go like more than three hours without eating, I start to get hangry, right? And if we are forcing our body to kind of live with this sense of hunger, our bodies are pretty smart and adaptable and our bodies are going to start, uh, you know, or our bodies are going to stop giving us those hunger cues uh, in order to kind of protect ourselves a little bit. Our body's going to adapt to not eating during those time periods. So you might lose your body's natural hunger cues. And once you lose touch with your your natural hunger cues, once you, uh, you know, stop listening to your body, it, it can be really difficult to rebuild that um, kind of language barrier back with your body, even once you stop this, this intermittent fasting lifestyle. Um, another thing, I kind of touched on it, but, but the relationship with food. Okay, and I always like to think of your relationship with food like a real relationship. You know, I want to treat food with the same amount of love and respect that I would treat my partner because, you know, uh, me and my husband, we could get into a divorce or one of us could pass away and the other person would still figure out how to live and survive, right? But if... I were to suddenly stop eating forever, right, I would die within like three weeks, right, a month. If I didn't eat a single piece of food, I could quite possibly pass away. I could quite possibly die 
without eating any food. So food is one of those things that you can't just break up with, right? You have to learn how to live with it. You have to learn how to have a relationship with food. So if this was a real relationship, and let's say you're doing um, like the time-based intermittent fasting, right? So let's say that you ignored your partner, for 16 hours, right? You didn't answer the text messages. If they tried to talk to you, you would ignore them. Um, If they wanted affection or spend time with you, that you would like walk away or leave them behind. And then the other eight hours of the day, you suddenly were like love bombing them, right? Give me all your attention. Give me love. I want to spend time with you. I need you, right? If that was a real relationship, that would be probably a quite toxic situation, right? Or if you were doing like the 5-2 method, I mean, could you imagine that you only wanted to like date your partner five days out of the week, but then two days out of the week, you were like, nope, turning off my cell phone. I'm not answering your text messages. Like you have to go, uh, you know, 24 hours, two different times during the week without ever talking to me. And I just hope that you're okay with that, right? Again, probably not a good relationship. Okay, so I could see some flaws with the relationship that you actually have with food. Okay, but but I'm not going to completely complete. Okay, I'm not for the intermittent fasting lifestyle, if you can't kind of already tell. But I'm not going to say that it doesn't work or that, um, you know, there isn't research supporting that it has benefits. Okay. Research has shown that intermittent fasting, when done in a strategic way, right, can help with weight loss. It can help with blood sugar control. It can reduce body inflammation and even have like, you know, impacts and benefits for your heart, which that all sounds wonderful, right? I am all for all of those benefits, right? But do you know what also has all of those same benefits, eating a whole food diet. So lots of fruits, lots of vegetables, lean proteins, um, you know, whole grains. Yep, those also have the same benefits of blood sugar control, reduced inflammation, and, um, you know, benefits for your blood pressure. Okay, so... If you gave me the choice between having all of those benefits and being hungry and having those same benefits and being full and nourished, you can probably guess which option I'm picking, okay? So I will say that looking at the research – Okay, looking at the research for intermittent fasting, most of the research is done on men and very specifically overweight men. Okay, so the research for women is far less and the research for athletes is far less. So when it comes to women, right, our bodies are very sensitive to calories and not eating enough can very much 
negatively impact a woman's ability um, for their hormone cycles, their period cycles. And, uh, you know, there, there are lots of athletes that struggle with, with losing their period. So adding on top of, of all of that, not eating enough calories or going days without calories, that can have a really big effect on a woman's body. You know, talking about hormones, right? Uh, if you've heard of the hormone cortisol, right? Uh, fasting actually increases the, the hormone cortisol cortisol. And high cortisol can make it more difficult to lose weight or it can even cause you to gain weight. High cortisol can actually create blood sugar issues. It can increase blood pressure and weaken your muscles and cause excess fatigue. Okay, so even though there has been research showing that intermittent fasting can benefit those things, if it is causing that cortisol to rise, you might actually be getting the complete opposite effect than than what you are hoping the desired result to be. Okay, so this is weight loss for runners though, right? So what about fasting for runners? Okay, again, This is my opinion, but as a running coach, as a nutritionist, I believe that while, you know, research might show some benefit to intermittent fasting, I have seen firsthand the risks that underfueling can cause, okay? And I have seen a lot of negative things from not eating enough or not properly fueling that I honestly do not believe that the benefits or the possible benefits outweigh the risks of intermittent fasting, okay? So you'll hear me say this a lot, right? Food is not the enemy. Food is the energy, Back in episode 32, I talk about macros and the roles that those nutrients play with benefiting our bodies. And in the next episode, 33, I talk about how the timing of those specific nutrients and macros can really affect our performance. So if our body does not have an immediate fuel source available, we risk our bodies breaking down muscle as a fuel source. And as a rudder, if you're breaking down muscle, that can have all sorts of negative impacts. And if you're breaking down muscle, you can run a huge risk of injury. And as a coach, keeping my athletes safe is my number one priority. And that is the biggest reason why I'm never going to be on board with an intermittent fasting diet for my athletes, okay? But on top of the risk of injury, right? Without properly fueling, you can really expect a decline in performance, right? You may find that your heart rate is higher or your RPE is higher in order for you to maintain the same paces that you were doing before, It might be that you're not hitting the speeds that you want to. You might not be reaching those new PRs. You might see a decline in your VO2 max. And 
all of that could be incredibly frustrating and, and even heartbreaking if you are a runner, if you are an athlete with these huge goals that, um, you know, I, I would rather see my runners being properly fueled and have energy and feel really good. So is it is it ever okay to run fasted? All right. There are there are cases, right? Those people that are running at four o'clock in the morning, those people that maybe have really sensitive stomachs. Okay, so, yes, I will say that there are instances when doing a fasted run is totally okay, Right. Um, Back in those previous episodes that I already talked about, I talk about how our body stores glycogen in our muscles and that glycogen is utilized as kind of a backup storage unit. So if you are running first thing in the morning and you are doing a low intensity run for less than an hour, your body has those storage units available to get you through that workout. Okay. If you are running longer than an hour, I would really suggest eating something before your run or during your run in order to make sure that you are properly fueling yourself. And you know, I I really kind of specified a low intensity run because if you are doing a higher intensity workout first thing in the morning, I would also probably, even if it is less than an hour, okay, I would still strongly consider fueling before your run as well. That way you're not adding, you know, just kind of preventing, right? More, it's not saying, oh my gosh, if you do a high intensity run, Um, XYZ, horrible things will happen, right? But if you are doing a high-intensity workout, I I just feel that it puts a lot more stress on your body if you don't give it just that little extra boost of energy to make sure that you get through the workout without adding all that extra strain on it, okay? Because again, I want you to feel strong and confident during all all of your training runs. I don't want you to be feeling tired or drained because you don't have the fuel necessary in order to hit these these training runs. Okay. So, to sum it all up, you know, I really do not believe that intermittent fasting is the best choice for runners. Okay. I really strongly believe in a balanced diet and utilizing strategic timing to help runners perform their best and reach their goals. Yes, yes, yes. This even includes the runners that are wanting to lose weight. Okay. I have had many, many female runners lose weight without white knuckling hunger without fasting and still being able to lose weight and feel good and reach their fitness goals. Okay. It does take a lot of strategy. It does take some work and education, but it is absolutely possible. And I will say as a coach and as a nutritionist and as someone that advocates for her athletes, I do not work with people that that are very restrictive with their calories um, or partake in intermittent fasting. Okay, I am very picky about who I bring on to my team and I want to work with athletes that I know are prioritizing fueling their body. 
Okay. That's not saying you can't be a runner and do intermittent fasting. If you are fasting and you are a runner, I really, truly, and really want you to consult or talk with a registered dietitian, someone that specializes in intermittent fasting, someone that specializes with athletes to make sure that you are getting all of the caloric needs and the nutritional needs in order for you to stay injury free and to really have the best outcome. Okay, so That is it for me. That is my take on intermittent fasting. If you guys have any more questions about that topic, you can always send me an email to Allie, A-L-L-Y, at somethingwonderful.com. But other than that, that is it for me. I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your day, and I will talk to you very soon. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Something Wonderful podcast. To show your support for the show, please take a moment to rate and review wherever you are listening to your episodes. You can follow me on Instagram at something underscore wonderful. And you can even join my free Facebook group, Weight Loss for Runners. And remember, my friends, until next time, you are something wonderful.